Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get into this week's episode, we want to ask you to follow us on some form of social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at MCU underscore Rewind. I don't think we've posted to either of those in any serious way recently, uh, but I haven't been on Instagram, so I don't know. Tony has probably posted something. Anyway, uh, follow us on there and et cetera, et cetera. Also, more importantly, give us a rating on your favorite podcast app. Um, I think Apple Podcasts is probably like the most reach, so get that one if you can. Other than that, you know, just, just give a rating. That'd be awesome. All right, uh, and with that stuff out of the way, today we are jumping into our rewind for Season 2 of Luke Cage with Episode 8, If It Ain't Rough, It Ain't Right, which originally premiered with the rest of the season on Netflix on June 22nd of 2018. And I dropped the ball, so instead of my rundown, here's Wikipedia's rundown of the episode. When Bushmaster learns that Luke saved Mariah, he plans to increase his strength with more nightshade. Luke takes Mariah and Tilda to the police precinct, where Misty, who has not officially completed her resignation, is now in charge. Shades arrives, and Misty deduces that he's likely killed Comanche and or Riddenhauer, who I believe is the captain. I've never said his name. Uh, but he does not have any evidence that he did. Mariah and Tilda are shot at by Bushmaster's men outside the precinct. But Luke helps him escape. Misty uses this to get a search warrant for Harlem's Paradise, but they find nothing incriminating. Concerned for the safety of his loved ones, Luke attends a service at the church and is there to protect his father when Bushmaster's men arrive. At the same time, Mariah and Tilda are attacked while Mariah is explaining how she has been forced to give her daughter up to her cousins, the Johnsons family, by Mama Mabel. Misty and Andy arrive to protect them, shortly followed by Luke and his father. And Luke asks Misty to call New York's greatest hero, Danny Rand, for help. I I added one part. Al, could you figure out which part I added that wasn't in Wikipedia? Oh, um, the part where uh, Danny Rand is called a hero. Yes. Okay. Just, yeah, the greatest definitely something. Yeah. The greatest hero. I don't know if that's yeah. Is the New York's greatest human flashlight, Danny Rand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? What do you have, Al? Uh, I have three. I have three different things, actually. Got a lot this episode. All right. So, uh, first up... Choose the best one. You get one. All right. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, a while ago, I said that I had a two-part Easter egg. This is part two uh, in this Easter egg. Al, Al, uh, what was part one? So, uh, part (laughs) one was back during uh, Cloak and Dagger, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Um that uh uh in that episode um detective o'reilly talked about her friend misty misty knight uh in this episode detective tyler tells misty knight that o'reilly moved to new orleans yep that al is an easter egg or connection good job yeah it is Mm -hmm. uh my second fact is actually a little bit related to that thing that i just said So we we because of timing of things the the assumption is that um th- the thing with detective O'Reilly moving must have been somewhat recent mm-hmm. uh which means that um cloak and dagger um would have happened uh probably in the future of of this show so my my guess, because we talked about this, that the season finale of that show is takes place during Mardi Gras, which would be mm. February. Um, and it really seemed like the whole entire season took place over like maybe three weeks time in, in, in show. Um, so my assumption is that season one of Cloak and Dagger um, takes place January, February of 2019. Uh, and this is all based on the fact that, you know, last week we saw, we found out that this show of uh, season two of Luke Cage 
uh, takes place during uh, or after the snap, right? In uh, August of 2018. So Cloak and Dagger must also be after the snap. That is that that must be how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that I think we're basing this off the computer date on uh, Mariah's uh, when she was checking the statement last week. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that's wrong, man. <laughs> Because Luke Cage <laughs> took place in 2016. Um, season one? Yeah, season one. And this yeah, isn't true. two years later. I mean, just like... <laughs> well, why not? He was in jail for a while, because at the end of that first season, he went to, to prison. And then he got out, and then the events of the Defenders happened. And then, yeah, and then after that, he's him and Claire have just been hanging out, living together. Yeah. I was just like, I don't think it makes sense <laughs> at all. Uh, so the um, so that that book that I have the uh, the Marvel timeline one the yeah, official. What do they say about one? Luke Cage? <sighs> very very little. Yeah. Oh, that means they say something. If oh, if anything, very little. If anything. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. That that if is is doing a lot of yeah a lot of heavy lifting. lifting. Um, so actually, one of the things that happens, it you know, throughout the MCU, right? It's been you know over a decade, so many movies, etc., uh, so many TV shows too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the book, actually, they have Miss Minutes on there, and so every so often, she'll like they'll have the icon there and like some text that says, "Hey, you know, uh, it's 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 weird that we get this date in this visual, but just so you know." something uh on the timeline must have messed up because in actuality blah so they're retconning stuff right mm-hmm. in in the book itself yeah um so yeah i'm sure if this popped up this would have been uh, a retcon in the book but yeah yeah mm-hmm. i agree um so i've got two more was that your last easter egg because you said you had three was that all oh yeah yeah sorry uh we kind of already talked about my third one at the end okay. of this luke tells misty to call danny rand danny rand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, we find out that Tilda uh, Dillard was sent to uh, live with her cousins, the Johnsons. On the comics, mm-hmm. her name is Tilda Johnson, not Tilda Dillard. So this is kind of an Easter egg saying, hey, that's how it's still comic accurate. Though it's not. <laughs> oh, okay. And this uh, other one is more of a, like a headcanon Easter egg. Uh, towards the end of the episode, Anansi and Bushmaster are talking about growing nightshade in the U.S. And Anansi says, you can't replicate the soil of the Blue Mountains. Now, mm-hmm. the Blue Mountains are a real mountain range in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But I, in my headcanon is it's possibly vibranium infused because the plants uh, <laughs> give them powers. And it's just like, why would the Blue Mountains be special because of that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could be. Or like... Something completely different. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, Nightshade gives him powers when any not non-supervillain uh, dies from Nightshade. So I assume there's something special about where he's getting it. Even a Nazi yeah. says that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's. I guess that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it could also just be, like, he's using it the correct way, right? Like, he <laughs> mushed yeah. it, like, exactly 29 times. No more, no less. Oh, the Harry Potter potions method. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's vibranium. Anyway, moving okay. on to our All heroes. Right. <laughs> it is one thing to question the official story, and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't. Mm-mm. Well, good because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero, like a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. So, um, last episode, if I remember correctly, uh, mm-hmm. was Mariah was at the police station, right? In the beginning? Uh, oh, at the start of the episode? Yeah. Uh, I don't. Think going back to so it. no, Mariah was not. She she was not at the police oh, station. No, no, no. I don't think at any part of that episode. She was uh, talk. She talked to the uh, police officer. Now he she's talking to the police officers again. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. They're all at the police station. Uh, 
this whole episode is a loop. They will start at the police station they with Luke protecting them, and they are going to end at the police station with Luke protecting them, or near the police yeah, station. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, so uh, Luke catches on real quick that something's up. There are no police in this police station, or very few anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so does Luke knows that Mariah ha- no longer has money? Uh, I don't think he does. Really? I, I mean, I don't think anyone knows. Okay, I assumed because they found Piranha's head, they figured that Piranha gave up the money. Because he knows about all that oh. information. <clears throat> I guess of the people outside of Mariah's, you know, Mariah and her you know, family or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he would be the only one who would be able to put two and two together. But I don't, I didn't think that he assumed that at all. I, um, I, I mean, maybe, I guess maybe he might've thought that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, mm. No, you bring up a good point. Sorry. I'm talking about, I've, I've convinced yeah. myself. You're, you're right. Yeah. He, he probably did put two and two together because he specifically knew that that is why they were after, uh, Piranha specifically mm-hmm. because he had power of attorney and could get access to the money. Yeah. Um, and if Piranha's dead, even if uh Bushmaster didn't take the money, Mariah cannot move the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So yeah. And the house is burnt down at the end of the last episode. Do, mm-hmm. is the reason he's not accepting her offer to be hired not is because he has a moral uh problem with Mariah. It's because she he knows she has no money to um, <laughs> to hire him. Uh, I don't think that that one. I don't think so. Uh, but uh, give it maybe, time. You'll convince yourself. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think I'll convince okay. myself of that one. Um, do you think Luke was ever paid by Piranha? No, the, everything was going to happen afterwards, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Probably send the bill after. So, all right, yeah. So you never even got paid for showing up to that event. <laughs> yeah. And then he's still getting uh, sued by Sugar, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's still got like. How much time did he have? Like three days three to days. pay Sugar the. He's the now been up for 48 K? hours minus one hour of being unconscious. So he's got one day left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe Piranha did actually pay him. Maybe it was maybe. like auto pay. And, like, he just didn't hit that cancel button. Maybe that's why they called Danny Rand at the end. He needs the money. <laughs> it's not even for fighting or protection or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Luke definitely doesn't need, like, Danny's help for fighting. Yeah, we know no. that. <laughs> he needs someone's help because he got his ass kicked by Bushmaster. But that's because of pocket sand or pocket herbs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um... I saw a little bit of Tilda super villainous coming out when she's like upset, like noticing Luke's uh, didn't burn in the fire. I'm just like, mm-hmm. he goes, I bet acid could do it. Sometimes I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's worrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, she was very, um, I don't know, sciencey about it. She's like, mm-hmm. well, hold on. Well, if that's not well, what what else? Like, I I want to experiment with this. I'm curious, right? So, uh, but also she immediately went to what would harm him. So that's also bad in a, a different way. <laughs> yeah, that's not something. Well, you're getting to know this person. This person just saved your at least your mother's life. Tilda probably not going to escape. Um. Yeah, you don't bring up the most effective way to kill somebody. Yeah, you know, not on like when you're just starting your relationship with them. That's yeah, like exactly hanging out for the fourth or fifth time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I don't date anymore, but back mm-hmm. when I did, like, I would never ask, like, "Hey, just out of curiosity, would kryptonite kill you?" Mm-hmm. Uh, never, definitely not a thing I would bring up. You know, first or second date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Misty approaches uh, him. The newly. Uh, she's not really minted. She's not captain, but she's like acting captain right now until someone else comes up. We'll talk about that when we get to her. Mm-hmm. But she wants Luke to help find Bushmaster, the Bushmaster connection, unofficially. 
It's like the whole thing that the captain didn't want to do. Right after he's out of the way, she's like, "Yeah, you're you're helping us, but you don't have to follow any of the rules or laws." Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, on one hand, yeah, she's emotional about it, right? About losing her mm-hmm. boss. Not exactly friend, I guess, but like yeah. she knew him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, uh, at the end of last week's episode, she was very sad uh, about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So he's going to try to like interrogate, or not really interrogate, but like get the truth out of Tilda. Mm-hmm. Offers to listen. Um. About he finds out a little bit about Bushmaster's invulnerability, which he didn't even know about. He did not know he was bulletproof. <laughs> There's not been a situation where he's seen anyone shoot Bushmaster. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> what oh, was going funny. through his mind at that moment? <laughs> be like, like, oh, that explains why he can take a punch from me. All yeah. right, good to know. I. <laughs> I wonder if Tilda has also been thinking, just like she was thinking about Luke, like, oh, an acid can get you. I wonder if she was also thinking, like, would, like, a chain gun, like, would, would well, that kill it? Like, how, how many bullets would would? In actuality, through? she is. Like, we see later in the episode, she's trying to make herbs to negate his powers. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So she knows what powers Bushmaster because she gave him the supplies. That's true. Yeah, she knows the uh, the antidote essentially. Okay. Yeah, or is trying to develop it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she he learns about the rum business, and then they leave police protection and superhero protection because they're smart. Or Mariah's stubborn, really. Um, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get a scene as they're leaving. Uh. The they're immediately attacked by Jamaicans who are going after Tilda and Mariah and I guess Luke bounty one million each for all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. get a cool cool thing of him like kicking a car out of the way to stop the guy shooting the shooter. But I feel as if one million for Mariah, one million for Tilda, understandable. You need to up that for Luke Cage. <laughs> Multiple people have yes. tried many many times. Yes. There, there are multiple videos of this. Like yeah. every, you could just look at that and like, no, I'm not gonna. This guy's been like, blown up, obviously shot, fought a guy with a power suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a cool fight. <laughs> Had a building collapse on him in season one when Cornell shot the uh, the rocket launcher at him. Oh yeah, yeah. If if, if if these women are both a million, this guy's at least ten. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Just at a minimum, just the amount of money you have to spend on the hardware that yeah. might hurt him. Yeah. Like, you, he's yeah, a, you need I more money for that. I mean, Mariah knows this. I don't think it's common knowledge, but he's immune to Judas bullets now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to hire an assassin with really good aim and shoot him in the eye. Yeah. While Actually, he's not yeah, blinking. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how common knowledge... Judas bullets are right. I don't know if that's like a thing people know about, like mm-hmm. a common thing, right? Yeah. Um, but it was in that video in the the season premiere. Um, remember he was in that that tanker or whatever, and it blows up, and then he gets mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And then the guy shoots him, and like you can hear the 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 whirring, the z the drilling sound, and it doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. But all of that was on the video. Um. That uh, um. Oh, I forgot the guy's name. The, who's who's the guy that keeps taking the video of? Uh, okay, DW. The- yeah, DW. Yeah, that's this video he had. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we got a uh, one million dollar bounty for all these people, Luke, and I guess and anyone close to him. They say, right? Mm-hmm. So he has to find his family and people he cares about before he gets to Mar- goes to protect Mariah. Goes to his father. <laughs> Don't see him con- too concerned about Claire or Bobby Fish. <laughs> well, they're both gone. So, in this situation, there's a million dollar bounty on these people's heads. <laughs> Someone's flying to California. <laughs> Someone is oh, yeah. flying <laughs> to Cuba. Yeah, those are the easy places to yeah. get to compared to like, like yeah, I would definitely do that instead of <laughs> trying to shoot at Luke Cage. Yes. Yeah. 
Also, Maybe that's why Claire never makes an appearance again. Oh, no. <laughs> this no, is dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that can't be it. Yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't show up in Jessica Jones or Iron Fist or Daredevil. <sighs> You're right. <laughs> Did she? Yeah. I mean, just a complete separate thing. Did, did she, like, do a, a some other TV show or something? Uh, Soka years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, uh, I'll look that up later. Uh, I'm just I can't remember her name. The actress Rosario Dawson. Yeah, yeah. I, I already have her IMDb. We'll we'll talk about that later. I'll bring it up in twelve percent. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, but he goes to protect his dad instead of like two other people who are important to him. Yeah, she walked out, but like it's still fresh. He should be worried about Claire. And Bobby Fish is not safe in California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, while Dad doesn't want to accept his uh, son's help, he says God will protect them. Um, my question for most religious people in movies and TV is saying, I'm not going to go with you. God will protect me. Maybe this is God protecting you. <laughs> <laughs> Sending a superhero. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like that was uh, uh, not my only problem, but a big problem I had during uh, when vaccines were coming out for the um, COVID, and it's like, no, my religion, my God will protect you. I think God, like I'm not a believer, but God giving people the ability to make vaccines, probably a sign. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a. Uh... I, I don't understand the logic behind the people that, that have that. Like, nope, my I'm very religious and I will be protected because of of that. Like that that's that's not how, how that works. Like in anything, in any of the literature ever. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> in any religion. There's nothing like that. Well, um you're yes. you're thinking of clerics. You've played too much D D. Um, no, they haven't. That They're sometimes, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That sometimes works out in those stories, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even uh, they use potions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If needed. Uh, All right. Exactly. So he stays and for his father. Yeah. Uh, he stays for his father's sermon, and uh, the settlers bust in and shoot up the church. Uh, but luckily, Luke is there to protect his father. <laughs> anyway. All the people go running. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, he finds uh, his dad punching a styler. Um, and uh, dad's there protecting him. Like, in his mind, protecting Luke. Like, uh, he, he, Luke goes, dad, bullets bounce off me. It's like, I don't care. They can't be shooting my baby. I'm like, oh. At least he has a little bit of a heart towards Luke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been it's like the first time in like thirty years that he's probably said something nice in relation to Luke. Like, okay, yeah. but also he's—I I guess he's never seen his son in this way. Like, he's always been so detached from his son's life that when mm-hmm. he finally sees some amount of danger, I guess m- maybe that could be it, right? That could be like what's finally pushing him. Like, oh yeah, I, I need to be a parent, right? I need to act in some way of like, you know. Or it's just his his default <laughs> at that point. Your default parents. Say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of abusers uh, think they love their children, so it's like that. Protectors of us might come out occasionally. Uh, that too. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're never one hundred percent in at one thing, right? So yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, as we learned in uh, the first Guardians of the Galaxy, no one's one hundred percent a dick. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, yeah, so he saves his father and Tilda and uh, Mariah, and then tells Misty to call Danny Rand to ask for a favor, which is, I think, mm-hmm. is about a hundred thousand dollars. Because I don't yeah, think Danny's yeah, like useful that. for anything else. Yeah. Well, he was going to get paid a total of three hundred from Piranha, so it, it might be that. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they who's, need one hundred fifty thousand, right? No, they need a hundred thousand uh, just to pay the lawsuit. Yeah, but one hundred and fifty is what Luke negotiated to be paid. He, okay, yeah, I was thinking about Fog. Yeah, you're right. Because I was thinking about Foggy, <clears throat> who was only going to ask for fifty thousand dollars because he's bad at business. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I mean, Foggy's he just shaking pro- his head right now when he's seeing all this stuff happening on the news. <laughs> yeah, pro- maybe. Because, yeah, this must be all over the news. A lot of Especially with like, the captain on, getting killed and stuff mm, yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. That's definitely on the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, anything else for Luke? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. So yeah. um, just kind of a small thing. Uh, Luke was... Like we saw it a couple episodes ago, Luke was shot, and you know bullets ricocheting off of him. Um, this episode, he gets shot. He was standing in the church, and he he gets shot, and he like he like moves so that the bullet ricochets off of him and hits the guy that that mm-hmm. shot him. So he's like he's learning to wield his his bulletproofness like like its own weapon. That's kind of cool. Yeah, he's like, I mean, that's cool. Like, yeah, it's like his own lightsaber in a way, right? It's, it's sending the bolts back. Uh, yeah. Not not in that way. It's not that cool, but still pretty cool. <laughs> no, if only he had a way to glow and do it. That's why he called Danny Rand. That that's it. Yep, that's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is we know it's not for fight help, and we need to figure out why he would call Danny Rand. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll figure this out before next week's episode. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. All right, uh, Misty. Uh, walks in and asks why Mariah's not locked up or why he didn't leave her to burn. <laughs> like I said last week, Missy's still learning how to protect people who've done bad things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she goes to Rittenhauer's, uh, Rittenhauer, Rittenhauer's, uh, the captain's office and kind of, you know, mourns him a bit. And Andy comes in and tells her that they had a pool about when Misty would come back because uh, um, he never uh, put in paperwork thinking she'd be coming back. Mm-hmm. If the captain di- wasn't killed, Al, how mm-hmm. long do you think until Misty would have come back? <laughs> um, let's see. Probably as soon as the events of this season were done. Okay. So it probably would have been like right at the end of the season, but still on the show. So, yeah, probably around that, yeah. I think she would have become a superhero. Oh, she she would have just stayed uh, independent? I think if Netflix never ended their deal <laughs> with Marvel, then we would have gotten the Daughters of the Dragon show. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. Maybe, yeah. maybe they were aiming for that. That, that could have been something. And then like whatever internal politics, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that and Heroes for Hire. Or... Heroes for higher slash stars. No, that's stupid. I think those two shows. <laughs> those those would have been good shows. They, yeah. they would have been fun. Yeah. yeah, could have been a lot less of the seriousness that we get of uh, the rest of these shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so Misty's in charge now until they send another cop. <laughs> you think you would think the police would send someone immediately after a captain has been murdered. But I guess not. Yeah, yeah. you would think that. But nope. <laughs> it's yeah. got to take your time. So, uh, while uh, Luke is talking to uh, Tilda, we get cross-cut with uh, Misty talking to Mariah. And she thinks, you know, Mariah is the one who killed Rittenhauer because it was a snitch and stuff like that. But Mariah, I was honestly surprised when she finds out that uh, the captain's dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she was like, she she screamed right when she saw the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but as soon as she asked about shades, uh, Mariah's cool, cool again. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Mariah's yeah. got to tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At what? Uh, uh, at at. When she's actually genuinely surprised, I mean, she yeah. doesn't normally see dead bodies. Like, that's true. I mean, she's only seen at least two that we know of, right? Because she killed, he, she killed Cornell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she killed Cornell, and then, oh, I, I mean, she picture... hasn't seen him. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she's seen the pictures <laughs> of other dead people. <laughs> she saw those heads on pikes. That's at the opening true. of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this probably shakes Misty's confidence, right? Or her assumptions, obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, she, yeah, definitely her assumptions, right? 
She yeah. assumed that Mariah had something to do with it because she just always assumes Mariah has something to do with it, mm-hmm. right? Like it's yeah. In her mind, Occam's razor, but also not. Well, actually, no, that's that's not true because she knew um, that the captain was working an informant, which now they know is Comanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I guess she just assumes that Mariah found out, and, and yeah, it, it makes sense, right? Like, oh yeah, I found out that he was the the snitch, and she would get rid of him. Like, that's a very easy thing to assume. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, I kind of want to skip through like the shade stuff. We'll talk about shades because it's more focused on him than it is Misty mm-hmm. at all. Um, mm-hmm. But they go to Harmon's Paradise, right? And confront Bushmaster. Uh-huh. I just gotta say. This was the quickest looking for evidence these guys did in the background. In the course of a two-minute conversation, they concluded there was absolutely no evidence of wrongdoing at all. Uh-huh, yeah. Or at least nothing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have at least searched the office that they were currently standing in. <laughs> Would have been a good idea, but I guess they couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. the, the One of the more uh, obvious places. That. Um, so what's Mark doing now? Because apparently Nandy is Misty's partner. <laughs> he's he's just on his own, I guess. Yeah. He, is he sitting in the precinct all alone, just like guys? Any, any anybody? Okay. <laughs> well, like, no one told him. They were like, "Hey, listen. Uh, so your partner is getting reassigned to Misty. Uh, we'll we'll get you another partner. Just just hang around. I'll be right back." And then that person never came back. <laughs> and then Danny Rand walks in. He's like, oh, God no. damn it. <laughs> and then he hid. <laughs> yeah. To hide from, from Danny Rand. All right. I'm good. Like, everything else is really about other people. So I think I'm good off of uh, Misty, if you are. Okay. I do have one other thing, actually. Uh, so just kind of a side note. Um, uh, something we, we kind of gloss over. Uh, but Misty, like, she has a really good memory. Um, oh yeah, you know it's something oh, yeah. that we we see every so often. Like so, at some point, um, uh, I forget exactly what it was, but someone mentions you know Darius, right? So Darius was the other guy who was killed. Yeah, he um, thought when know. she's uh, interrogating shades. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so she mentions something to Luke, saying that like you know the the night they slept together, Luke said Darius like in his sleep, like that was that was a couple years ago. That was a name <laughs> in the middle of the time night. Works. Yeah, I, I think I think two years is fair, but okay. Okay. Um uh yeah, like that is that is a crazy good memory. Um Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Just wanted to bring that up. Just yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because they said like when we had coffee, it's like, oh yeah, they slept together like beginning of season one. Yeah, that was like episode two. Okay. <laughs> it was early. So mm-hmm. All right, yeah, that's all I've got. So, uh, cool. So let's take a quick uh, break for uh, a word from our sponsors, and then we'll get back into it. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Tony, you know I'm bad with names, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if I ever told you the story of my first date with a girl where I forgot her name. Anyway, what's your name? Michael. That's right. Thanks, Timmy. I forgot, but now I'll remember. For everyone else that's bad with names or just has a bad memory, you should check out the latest mobile game from Power Apps: The Name Face Match Game. The Name Face Match Game is a fun matching game. You know the kind. You click on a tile, it turns over. You see the picture, then you have to click on the other tile with the same picture to match it, and then you have to like remember because you click on a bunch. You've probably played the, the popular one uh, on your phone. Memory game, card matching. But the Name Face Match Game has a twist. Half the tiles are images, the other half are names. You can even customize it to add people you know, not just famous people like Luke Cage or the Devil of Hell's Kitchen. I've customized I've customized mine with friends like Timmy, and for some reason I have Peter Parker linked to Spider-Man, but can't remember why that that can't be right. No one knows who Spider-Man is. Anyway, I've I've been paid and told that this is scientifically proven to help your memory, <laughs> and I have no reason not to trust them. 
So whip out your phone and download the Name Face Match Game to start improving your name recognition. Use promo code MCURewind to enter your first four custom names and pictures for free. Yeah, it's weird. The Devil's the Hell of Kitchen being on that, because I don't know what his face looks like. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's the mask, obviously. Yeah, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're saying the mask is actually his face, and he's that's just what he looks like? Yeah, um, yes. Well, oh, yeah, God. he's a devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he is a devil. Uh-huh. All right. Let's move <laughs> on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Who do we want to start with? Uh, oh, God, everyone is so intertwined in this episode. It's hard. Um, I guess we could start with Mariah. You want to go with that? Uh, Tilda's freaking out about all this, but she pretty much thinks, sit down and shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 You keep this inside in the family. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare tell the police. Or <laughs> yeah, Luke exactly. Cage. Or any of the people protecting us right now. Yeah, they don't need they don't need this information to help us at all. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Mariah overestimates people's loyalty with Piranha, and now with Donovan. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, Mama Mabel paid for his law school, but he still quits as soon as he finds out she lost her money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he, I mean, he's he's been paid the family lawyer for I I, I think they said how long, but for a long time. And yeah, uh, yeah now she can't pay. Like, all right, <laughs> he's he's got his own he's got his own bad habits uh, that he needs to pay for. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he is addicted to Magic the Gathering cards. He just he always has to buy all the cards. And, that's so much. It's, it's an expensive habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many like crossovers and different decks that are coming out. It's yeah. Oh, that's he, right. They expanded that. Yeah. They've got crossovers now. Oh God. Dude. So many crossovers. <laughs> I I haven't played in years. Oh, I don't play, I think I have about friends, it. Mm-hmm. I have friends who do. So every couple of months, like there's a Lord of the Rings set. You want to play now? It's like, no, there's a Dr. <laughs> who set. You want to play now? No. They announced the Jurassic Park set. You want to play now? Like, mate, no, <laughs> yeah exactly every time i think about it i remember how much money i'll, I'll lose just like mm-hmm. no I'm, I'm not doing that <laughs> i have i have invested in dungeons and dragons and if hasbro's gonna get my money they're only getting get one by one avenue not by multiple <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right um they escape uh from i mean being shot at outside the precinct they return to the brownstone, and uh, she's digging for that gun. What? What's so special about that gun? Do we know? I couldn't figure it out. Like, it's not like a murder weapon she used on on someone, right? Like that no, would tie her not, to something. No, because like the only person she's killed that I remember is pushing Cornell out the window, then stomping to death with a, um, a microphone stand. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I thought. Like, unless this is just a, she, like, she wants a gun for protection against Bushmaster. Yeah, like, I, that's it. my gut tells me, and I have no memory of this, this is probably like Mama Mabel's gun and we'll see in a flashback or something like that. Or Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, But Shades arrives and, uh, yeah, it's a big mis- misunderstanding. She thinks he's a snitch. He thinks that because of Donovan that she abandoned him, but it's okay. Shades turns it around uh, <laughs> after getting mad at him, mad at her for selling the guns and not listening to the first time, uh, reminding her that she's a criminal from a family of criminals, and she has no choice but to adapt and turn it around on Bushmaster, the other criminals. That's right. Yeah. 
the enemy of my enemy is also another enemy. Yep. I think that applies here, right? Stupid enemy. There's enough of that yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, so she goes to pick up uh, Tilda. <laughs> and Tilda's about to, like, skip town. Uh, <laughs> Good. The only one thinking straight. Like, right. Get out. Go yes. to Cuba or California. Apparently it's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you're the far away. The only two places in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know how safe and wonderful Cuba is? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Actually, no, it's I'm not. told it's great. People really like ice cream out there. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's the only thing I know about Cuba. The ice cream. Oh. Well. <laughs> I know more about Cuba. It's not great. Oh, damn. <laughs> At least, okay. Like for freedom and whatnot. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, yeah. never mind. Okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she has a heart-to-heart with uh, Tilda, tells her about why she had to let her go because her cousins were sad that they lost a kid. <laughs> I feel like there's <laughs> more to that story. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> also, yeah. Yeah. Like, how, how did Tilda not leave that conversation with way more questions? Because <laughs> I, I left with a few. Yeah, I mean, she just kind of finally forgives her mother. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, th- there's also other questions that we have, too, like that they just know, right? Like, for example, how yeah. long was Tilda there? Like, I... I don't know how old she was when until her mom finally was yeah. like. I mean, yes, according to yeah. like, if you take Mariah's story at face value, it was like almost immediately after birth. No, but, I mean the the opposite. Like, like it hmm. seems like you know Mariah gave birth to Tilda, and then then like yes, maybe that day that Tilda was then taken away from her, right? But like, how long until Mariah got Tilda back? Ah, uh, okay, like, I get it. Ten years. Right? How how old was Tilda when she finally met Mariah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Good question. So maybe we'll I mean, find, maybe we'll find the answer to that. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else for Mariah and I guess Tilda? Uh nope. That's it. Yeah, that's all, all right. I had to. So Shades, uh at burning the evidence of his uh best friend and lover um, Mm -hmm. visits Comanche's mom and we get a little bit of backstory that he's like uh, they knew each other since they were six Uh, Shades was a little like Spanish speaking boy who Comanche like protected which was cute protected Mm -hmm. enough to help Shades steal his first Shades like oh that's true love right there (laughs) Uh yeah that's how you get sentimental Mm -hmm. yep yeah and then, yeah, he offers to take care of her, and but she won't accept. I mean, for someone who just murdered a guy, this is the best thing you could do, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, yeah, that that really is the best thing. At least take care of you know his mom. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was to- is Tone Comanche's brother? Because they were talking like this person's gone. This person's uh, because they were talking about. Someone else that uh, her other son was dead, right? But they didn't call him by a street name, so I was wondering if it was Tone or if it was someone else we saw. Huh. Oh, that's a good point. Um, Tone was he was from the first season, right? Yes, he was the one right. that okay. um, Cornell killed. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, I I cannot remember. I don't know. Um. I mean, unless we look up the actress and she see if she was in, like, another episode, uh, which, actually, I do have IMDb up, so give me one second. Yeah. Uh, nope, she was only in one episode of Luke Cage. Because um, I, I, I want to say Tone's mom was, was shown in season one, so... Yeah, I, I guess I guess not. Maybe that's a different person. Or it's a retcon of some sort. I don't know, but... Yeah, I'm looking up who Comanche's brother was, if it's someone... Okay. Romeo. Uh, no, Romeo was never mentioned, never shown. I think he died before the series, but he was, uh, a member of the rivals alongside, uh, Shays and Comanche. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, Zip's son. <laughs> so, he, like, he ran. His dad ran with uh, uh, Pop um, back in the day. Mm. Okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. right. Because Pop was a. He was a gangster, too. Yeah. He had that whole yeah. story, that background. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so he goes to the police station uh, to support Mariah, gets arrested uh, because mm-hmm. he was within 30 blocks of where Comanche was killed. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's the, uh, like, I mean, even as he says, like, that's the, that that's is thin. not going to stick. Yeah, that is the thinnest reasoning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's with, and uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and if he had a, a, a real lawyer there, he, he would have been out very quickly, but nope, that lawyer left. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's like, he left as soon as the money ran out, and he's like, out. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how he found out, because he just got a phone call, right? Like, he got, he got a, phone, a call. phone call that this this check didn't clear, or something like that. Oh, okay, I guess it's that. Yeah, the, he just happened to uh, be needed, like, on the day his, his monthly retainer. Uh, mm-hmm. was paid and it they missed a day. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah, cuz that's not something you pay by a call. Or maybe it's like paid hourly and there's a, just like he has her PayPal <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> okay, yeah, it could be that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, so uh yeah, he eventually gets out cuz of that thin evidence. And we already kind of talked about his scene with Mariah, but uh, she, he has the gun she was looking for. So what do you think Shades is planning? Because that's what he pulls out, is that that gun. Huh. Is that the yeah. gun he used to kill? No, because he used the cop's gun and then Comanche's gun to kill. Oh, that's right. Okay. Huh. Or like he planted the gun on Comanche, so it looked like they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't know. I didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got nothing. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, do you have any ideas? <laughs> I think. I mean, it's possible that he's planning to like. If they're in danger, like use that gun for some murder, and then put Mariah in the bus. But I don't know why. I mean, I know why, but it's just like, <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I, I can't mm, imagine yeah. he would go against Mariah at all at, at, at this point. Well, yeah. to protect himself. He's already killed Comanche. Yeah. He's the true. only one who's like on equal footing in Mariah, like in his his estimation, like, in his heart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, anything else for Hernan, a.k.a. Shades? <laughs> uh, no, that's it. He's sad he killed his friend. Yep. And former lover. Eh. All right, moving on to Bushmaster. Uh, yeah, so, he's having a, not a great day, because he thought he killed Luke Cage and Mariah until the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, he really thought well okay, uh thinking he killed Luke Cage, that one makes sense. Thinking he killed Mariah, that one's on him. He he just walked out. He didn't even stand outside to watch. He just I left. know that's if your whole life is <laughs> I need to get revenge on the Stokes. Make sure you freaking end the Stokes. Yeah, he just like he's like, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave her tied up. I'm gonna leave a complete other person untied, with the actual ability to untie her or like break the chair. Maybe she's maybe she works out. Maybe she's strong enough to just drag the chair yeah. out. Um, you know, worst case scenario, that's still better than burning to death. So like, even if her mom like falls over, she has to drag her. I'm sure Tilda could have done that. <laughs> uh. Nope, he's going to Dr. Evil it. Close it and just assume everything goes to plan. I guess. God, all right. You know, when the season started, I thought, 
because I again I could not remember much about the season. But so mm-hmm. when we were rewatching it, I thought Bushmaster, all right, he's he's got a plan. He's he's not you know evil genius type of character, but he's he seems pretty smart. And no, I'm I'm backtracking on on that. Like every episode, more and more, I'm taking a step <laughs> back away from that statement. And yeah, God, I, I'm curious what I think of him by the end because we've still got um f- five episodes left after yep. this. Yeah, after this, yeah. <laughs> and one's a flashback, and one is wasted with Danny Rand. So, although I keep saying that, I remember the Danny Rand episode as being my favorite episode because it's the only time Danny Rand was good. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see if that holds up when we watch it. I think mm-hmm. next week. For all we know, it could be a flashback episode next week. Because <laughs> we know that's coming. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, well, we'll yeah. find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bushmaster um, has the same conversation that I think Anansi has had with him four times. <laughs> worried that vengeance will consume him. Uh, much like T'Challa, except for T'Challa only has to say it once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's the power of a king. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he finds out that Luke Cage saved Mariah and Tilda. So uh, he's not doing well. He rips a chair in half out of rage. I mean, he owns a bunch now. So oh, he can rip as many chairs. Yeah, 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 that too. He just stole 300 some odd million dollars from Mariah. Yeah. So yeah. Keeps buying suits. Yeah. Can afford a chair or two. Um, but we find out for the first time that the nightshade is killing him is like a steroid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he wants to create more. And we kind of talked about this in the Easter eggs that it is definitely a vibranium soil in the Blue Mountains. <laughs> Something about the soil. Yeah. Yep. There could be other things. I, I just don't want it to be vibranium because I want there to be other cool things Adamantium. in the world. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. It can be something else. <laughs> yeah, adamant. Uh, actually, it's like, this is like, we talked about this like way back in like episode one or two. It's like, it's some type of Jamaican witchcraft. I can't remember what they call it. Oh, yeah, they had a name for it, huh? Yeah, I forget what it's called. But, um, so I'm going to say uh, Egg of the Harkness made this for him. <laughs> Initially. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, mean yeah, maybe. They, yep. they had some kind of deal. They worked together on something, and then they went their separate ways. Yeah. That's possible. Okay. Yeah. We'll find this all out in Agatha Harkness, the House of Harkness Diaries, whatever they end up calling that show. <laughs> yeah, whatever the final title is. Yeah. What is that supposed to come out? Is that a 2024 thing? Or I that don't know more? anymore okay. after everything's... Okay. <laughs> You mean It'll show this up. year, okay. Al? Because this is New Year's Day, right? So this oh, is that's right. That's when we're releasing this. I forgot. <laughs> I don't even know what this show is called anymore to look it up. Uh, I mean, just the Agatha Harkness show. Like, that's what all I would <laughs> guess to look up. Uh, it says late 2024, according to Wikipedia. Also, okay. Dark Hole Diaries, which I think is out of the three titles they've said. The worst one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I, I told you that what I saw someone say online, I wish I knew who it was uh, to thank them, uh, to call them out. But uh, I, someone said, like, the title should just be because we've gotten so many, uh, so many different titles for the show, for the Agatha Harkness show. Mm-hmm. Right. So it should just be Agatha uh, all along. Yeah, it was Agatha all along. Yeah. I mean, at least for the first episode, that needs to be the theme song when she's still in her, oh, yeah. like happy <laughs> before the spell breaks. That'd be great. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, uh, Anansi won't let help him poison his mind, soul and spirit in his words. So he leaves. The his, his conscience leaves essentially. So we'll see where that pushes Bushmaster in the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Anything else for him? Um, no, that, that's it, right? He's, yeah, he's he's definitely already going more and more mad. We, we talked about that. And, yeah, that's it. And, you know, it's always best when the villains are more and more unhinged. They're more dangerous that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Any other villains? Yeah. Uh, no, 
No, that's it. All right. Moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Mark sitting by himself in that police station. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got anything for 12% of the plan? Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% the credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 months older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? No, actually, well, actually, oh. yes. For, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I should put this in the guy in the chair or 12% of the plan. Let's but yes, one plan. of those two. I already said it. The sound effect played. Might as well. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> so we kind of had a one-liner earlier talking about like... Uh, um, Talking about Rosario Dawson, I'm like, did, mm -hmm. was, was she just busy? Like, why did she leave the show? Uh, I didn't, I didn't look very hard because uh, you know we've been talking this whole time. Um, but I did pull up her IMDb just to see what she was in uh, around that time. So uh, again, this show coming out in 2018, mm -hmm. you know, maybe she was filming a lot of stuff that also came out in 2018 or 2019. Um, Looking at her IMDb, she, not a lot for 2018. She had some voiceover work. I, I forget that she was Wonder Woman in a handful of oh, uh, yeah. the, the uh, DC cartoons. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, she was in basically all those movies. They did, like, one year. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, 2019, she was in quite a bit of stuff. She was in 18 episodes of Jane the Virgin. Uh, she was in other things. Uh, oh, she did she, some other voiceover work. Uh, oh, that's right. She was in... Uh, the second Zombieland movie, Double Tap, and also yep. in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, okay. It was alright. have yet to watch that either. <laughs> oh, the Jay and Silent I have not seen the Jay and Silent Bob yeah. one. Um, but yeah, actually, her 2019, she was very busy. Okay. Uh, stuff that came out of that. So, you know, maybe. Maybe she just, you know. So they had to kill off really Claire. Wow. Because Basically, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, and then her 2020, less uh, in 2021. And since then, yeah, she's been She's been in quite a lot of stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's busy. I mean, yeah. I can only think of Haunted Mansion and Ahsoka and other related mm -hmm. Star Wars things. But Yeah. Oh, that's right. She was Catwoman in the uh, Batman The Audio Adventures. Was that the podcast show? Yeah, okay. Um, the Audio Adventures. I don't know. I thought that was the one where Jeffrey Wright played Batman, but I don't think it was just called The Audio Adventures. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is the one with Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well... Uh, maybe oh, there's sorry, more the, than one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe more than one title or something. Yeah. But okay, anyway, I'm closing that tab. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, I have nothing for 12%. So I think it's time to read the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, okay. how many loved ones to, or not even loved ones, people to protect are you giving this episode? Uh, I'm giving it three. Three people to protect. Um, the generic love interest, the generic family member, and the generic uh, friend. Okay. Um, and I I honestly, like, you know, last week I gave it two and a half. This week I'm, I'm upping it, but it like you said, it's it's last week's episode, but better. It is better overall. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Those two episodes really just blended together in my mind, and I could not remember what happened in which episode. And yeah, uh, it's it's just more of of the same, right? Watching this, I'm like, all right, cool. I've, I've seen this. It's it's not really advancing too much. Uh, the only thing it really advanced was, I guess, some of Mariah's stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Her with shades, and that's about it. Yeah. So yeah, not. Yeah, I, I'll give this a three and a half episode, three and a half people to protect. Uh, yeah. I like to about the same as you. I did enjoy the like character interactions and stuff like that, which is what I care about more in these shows than anything else. But yeah, like I said, it started in the police scene, uh, 
PlayStation with people under Luke's protection. It ended with people under Luke's protection. So it's not we didn't advance much, but we got some good character <laughs> development. Uh, Mariah is in a whole different situation. So I'm going to give this uh, Ellie from The Last of Us, mm-hmm. uh, Grogu, mm-hmm. and the two kids from Jurassic Park. But uh, the boy Timmy is only half of one because he gets uh, electrocuted, and I think he's half dead. So two and a half or three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yep. sounds good. I thought you were going to say they're kids, so so they're both like three quarters no, of a person that adds kids. up to one and a half. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Cool. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and close this out. Uh, join us next week. So we'll talk about episode nine titled For Pete's Sake. Uh, in the meantime, please follow us on some form of uh, social media. We are currently on Twitter and Instagram at MCU underscore Rewind. We will someday be on others. Uh, and also, please give us some kind of rating. Um, I mean, it just just download the app to give a rating. Just hit that five stars. Uh, that's it. That's all you have to do. Not too much. All right. Anyway, uh, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous New Year. LPCD, all me and Petey, to cater to the needy. Like a prayer for Madonna, but a different world for Jasmine. CL is well for physical attraction. Let me make myself perfectly clear. While I'm in there, I make a fear of positive pap smear. Really, I do, once I like the barbecue. Thread the loose end, see my friends are the crew. The Fright Night King in New York like Frank White. If it ain't rough, it ain't right, man, listen. Yeah.